This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Mr. Andrea Denver. What's up? Hey, David. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here and I'm really excited for our chat. Well, listen, thank you for being here. I have to start by asking, where are you? Are you in New York? Tell me everything. Um, I'm in Italy and I have a wedding in two hours. Wow. To attend to. Not my wedding. I have a, a wedding to attend to in two hours. Not not your wedding yet, Andrea. Not yet. Not yet. Well, listen, I'm out here in Sag Harbor in the Hamptons. I'm here for six months. So like, oh. am I giving you FOMO from last summer? Uh, I mean, I got to say that, you know, I'm in Italy. I'm, it's like a happy place for me. But definitely I have a lot of really nice memories from Sag Harbor. So a little bit. Have you been out to the Hamptons at all this summer or? No, yet. Not yet. No, yet. Because uh, I've been here for like about a month. Next week, I'm flying back to New York for like only three days. And then I got to fly to Curacao for like a campaign. <laughs> and so I'm not stopping. And then wow. I go back to New York. Yeah. Well, like, right, you're from Italy. We all know that. How did you end up in New York as a male model? How did this happen? Um, I actually wasn't a male model. I was a student that just graduated from university. I moved to the States to, you know, to study the language, to study English. And then, you know, 
to do a master. And uh, but my plans like got changed right the second I got to the US. After a few days, I was like walking on a beach and I got scouted by Wilhelmina. And you know, my life has changed since then. I got a working visa and now I got a green card. So I guess when you're started, like, did you say yes right away? Like, what were your initial thoughts? I mean, I talked to my dad. I mean, I talked to both of my parents, but, you know, I talked to my dad, especially because he knew that I always had this little dream since I was a kid to live in the United States. You know, we have family there. So we spent so many summers, if not every summer, uh, coming to the United States for at least a month, especially in California. And, you know, if I was there as a student, I could have been there for like six months to a year. Instead, I had the chance to already be there for three years with a working visa. And so my dad was really supportive because also, you know, at least I had a degree in my pocket, as you would say, because I just go to a university. So it wasn't too bad of a scenario. And so we we're like, why not? Just do it. Uh, just try, see how it goes. And, uh, you know, we are here. What about Winterhouse? How did you first get approached to be a part of Winterhouse? Uh, I mean, Winterhouse, I was like friend with like uh, Gabby and Julia for many years. Uh, we were in the same modeling scene uh, for a while. I knew them. I mean, I know them from 2015, so like seven years. And um, I knew they were going to to do it. And they asked me and I was like, why not? I would love to to join you. I was like uh, fresh out of TV from Europe because I did a couple of shows in, in Europe. So I was like, I'm happy. Like uh, everybody seems cool. I didn't know anybody else but them. Uh, but then it didn't took me too long to, you know, become friends uh, with everyone else. Did you watch reality TV before? Like, did you know what Bravo was? <laughs> I mean, I knew what Bravo was. I always knew that. But I, to be honest with you, I never watched any shows before. Even uh, Summer Oz, I didn't even know what it was. Like maybe I knew the name, but I never watched it. Never watched that. Of course, I know what the housewives are, but I never watched it before. I know what Million Dollar Listing is, but I never watched it. Uh, the only reality TV shows that I watched maybe was Jersey Shore because they used to air used to air in Italy, and it was pretty popular like ten years ago. Um, and then you know we have our own version of some shows that are really popular. But um, even the Kardashian, if you ask me, I never watched the Kardashian. It's funny. I watched uh, as my first episode of the Kardashian like uh, a few days ago of the new series on Hulu. I was like, okay, let's watch this. And uh, but I never watched it before. And what did you so, think of the Kardashians when you watched it the other day? I kind of would like to wish. I kind of would like to watch the first season because I feel like right now it's like. I don't want to say two fours, but I feel like they're so into their characters or like, so I don't know. I, I guess it was more, gen- I don't know. I didn't feel like too genuine, to be honest with you. I don't know. There was some, I mean, I feel like the setup, like production killed it. I mean, you can see that it's really high end, really well done, but uh, I don't know. There was something off about their characters. I don't know. It's just because that's how they are or like maybe they lost a little bit of genuinity that maybe was there in the past. I don't know. I haven't watched it, so I can't really judge. But there was something that was like uh, throw me, throwing me off about the, the show. It wasn't as raw as Summer House or Winter House. I feel like we are way more 
genuine and real, I would say, at least that's my experience. That's how I always uh, uh, felt in front of like uh, the camera and with all my friends. I don't know. Uh, I didn't, I didn't have the same feeling that I watching the, the Kardashian. I didn't have the same feelings that I had like uh, watching our show and knowing that, you know, when somebody go against each other, it's real. <laughs> and you know, like the emotion, the feelings is all real. So I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying that it's stage, of course. I'm just saying that a little bit too far certain things. That's it. Did you have any reservations in joining Winter House? Like when it kind of came your way? I mean, you were a male model. Things were going well. Like, did you think twice about it? Uh, so let me tell you. Let me tell you my relationship with reality TV. I got proposed every single reality TV <laughs> existing from many countries all around the world. And I turned out pretty much everything because most of them they were dating shows. And I don't, I would, I mean, now it's out of the question, but even before I never wanted to do a dating show because I feel like I, I love freedom. And, you know, uh, when they told me about Winter House, I was like, oh, I like this because, you know, I have freedom to do whatever I want. You know, on a, on a dating show, I feel like, you know, there is one goal, which is like, you know, getting with someone or like trying to like someone or be liked by someone. So I, I never liked that. Uh, for example, all the reality TV shows that I've done, which are the Celebrity Big Brother, The Circle and, uh, you know, Winter House and Summer House, I have freedom. And that's what I love the most. And that's why it was not, it's not that it was a no brainer, but I, I like, they told me what it was. I was like, okay, I could do that. Um, when I did the celebrity with brother, yes, you're stuck in a house, but if you want to like scream at someone or if you want to help someone, it's your own decision. So I love when it's like that, when it's genuine, when it's real. And uh, I'm not saying once again, that Danny shows are not, but I feel like they're too, like, you know, that's the path that you got to follow. So um, I liked it. I liked when uh, they came up with me to me with like uh, the winter out thing. Were you in the mix for any other reality shows in the U.S. that people would know? Uh, the Circle, the Netflix version. I did the U.K. version. I was uh, I was supposed to do it until last minute of season one, and uh, last minute they changed their mind. And uh, but they told me the U.K. is really interested in, in you, so I did a. Uh, uh, season two and uh i think there is that show about the castle like some stuff like a dating show uh, i think is a pickup one uh well there's like dress like joe millionaire there was another like show on nbc that just kind of aired about uh, yeah like a prince they, and a princess asked, yeah yeah they asked me for that and um they also asked me for the it's funny because at the reunion uh, it came out that uh, sketch that I did. I was asking about The Bachelor because I never watched The Bachelor, but I know what it was The Bachelor and that got us uh, to cast for it. Um, but I never watched it. That's why I was like, do they scream at each other? I have no idea. It's just like, I don't really want to do reality TV shows that are about dating. Because uh, even in Italy, there was like a, their own version of The Bachelor. They asked me for years, but it, or like Temptation Island, that kind of stuff. It's not my thing. I like uh, to be free, to have fun, you know, to show all my personality. Um, and even when I did Winter House, I wasn't looking, oh, my gosh, let me go there because I want to fall in love. If something was coming my way, why not? But at the same time, I wanted to enjoy myself, make new friends and, you know, enjoy the situation. 
what's the best thing about your day job of being a male model? Um, it's funny. That's like a typical question that people ask to, <laughs> to models. I guess everybody say traveling. I could say traveling. Listen, I, I was like, I got to say, I'm grateful for my parents. You know, I'm maybe if you had the chance to watch somewhere else, you know, like how important they are to me. And, um, but I was lucky enough to travel a lot as a kid, but definitely with my job as a male model, I've gone to some places that I probably would never gone. Like even, uh, going to Curacao, I don't think I would ever visit Curacao myself or like uh, other places. Like I've been to a lot of places in South America and, you know, with my parents who were coming a lot to the U S we went all over Europe, you know, Paris multiple times, all that kind of stuff. They're not like, I don't think we would ever taken a trip to like Colombia. And I'm really grateful to my job because, you know, uh, I start going to all these places and sometimes I start to fly myself a couple of days before. So I, I could have the chance to also visit around. So I wasn't just going there to do the job and, you know, leave, but I also had the chance to like learn about the culture, learn and see what's going on in those countries. And it's been really, really nice. And I'm really grateful for it. What about what's the worst thing about being a male model? Hmm, that's not, to be honest with you, I always had pretty decent experiences. So, you know, what is the worst part? It's when you work with like a, um, a stylist that is so annoying. There's, you know, they, they, they make, they got, it's their job. They got to make sure that everything is perfect, but some are like maniacs. <laughs> I feel like that's the worst part. Like I work for some companies that their stylists, they were like, oh my gosh, so like, everything had to be literally perfection and even if you were like breathing a second like they were like oh my gosh coming to fix it that was like the that's like one of the worst things but other than that it's been always pretty fun and i've been pretty grateful to uh and i always had pretty good experience with everyone you're like enough already well listen before we get into summer house and winter house i have to talk to you let's talk about jennifer lopez i love you poppy You were in the video. Yes. That was my first job. That's that not a my... bad first job, Andrea. Oh, that was an amazing first job. And she was a... wonderful. She was like a sweetheart. Uh, she was so nice, uh, so talkative, so supportive. And I had a great time because, you know, I was, uh, I was filming both days. We, we filmed for two days and I filmed both of them. And I had a great time. Like, our team was great. Uh, really nice people. Um, or director that she always uses, I forgot the name, which is like uh, her main guy. He was like great too. Everybody was like, uh, I don't know. It was like a dream job. And it was a lot of fun too. You know, it was a fun video. <laughs> was there anything that stood out from working with Jennifer Lopez? I mean, she was also really beautiful. Uh, we're talking about 2014. So a few years ago, but like beautiful woman, really down to earth. Like I can only spend good words about J-Lo. I mean, it's a great video. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> another great video is Blank Space with Miss Taylor Swift. Yeah. You mean, had a starring that, role in that. That was the dream of the dreams because I grew up like uh, as a Swiftie, like a, as a Taylor fan, like a Taylor Swift fan. You know, I always like felt like really attracted uh to taylor so working with her was like okay this like is the best thing that could ever happen to me and um i couldn't i would have never expected that that video became so popular 
you know, I got like over, like, I don't even know, maybe 2 billion views, something like that. And it's crazy to think about it. And I love this song. And I have a lot of great memories about that period of my life and about, you know, working with her. It was like, uh, it wasn't that long, but, you know, I was there on set for a couple hours to do those two scenes. So and see her right there, I was like, oh my gosh, my my heart was like <laughs> exploding. You grew up a Swifty, like loving her music too. The wait is over. That's right. A season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. You guys know I work from home and because of that, I travel a lot and I'm never in one place for very long. And that's why when it came to my mental health, the only option I could see was Talkspace. Talkspace is kind of like having a therapist in your pocket. I personally, and you too, can reach out to your therapist or psychiatrist anytime from anywhere. And it just makes taking care of mental health so easy. When I'm away and I need to talk to my therapist, I just send a message from wherever, you know, I can work through things. It's so easy. You can sign up online and basically start therapy the same day you sign up. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's just easy. It's convenient. It's literally like you don't have to leave your home. And it's also, I mean, this is the greatest part, I think. Well, one of the greatest parts, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages 24 seven, they'll engage with you literally, you know, any day. So listen, as a listener of this podcast, you get a hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code velvet to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show, right? That's nice. That's velvet and Talkspace.com. It's funny because, you know, she started, she's a couple of years older than me and she started like uh, to become popular in 2006. And in Italy, she didn't become popular until 2009, 2010, but I used to come to America every summer. So I probably knew about her. And I still remember how funny it was when uh, the Hannah Montana movie came, came out of the theater in 2009, I think. And she had a cameo in it. She was like performing and um, nobody knew who she was in Italy. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's Taylor Swift. I remember I was with my ex-girlfriend at the time. I was like, who the hell is Taylor Swift? And, you know, um, I think the beauty of Taylor Swift is that when she started, she was literally like the girl next door. And I always found her so pretty and stuff. There was something about her that I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the kind of girl that I would go for. And, uh, you know, I became a Swifty. <laughs> and well, I love their music. I mean, our first, I mean, even the last few albums, albums are being great, but I love all of her first few years of music when she was like, a mix between country music and pop. 
I think she was great. Was there something like interesting that happened on that shoot that we don't no, know about? Unfortunately, like just... no, no, I wish. That's the only regret, like, you know, because she had a, the security on her the entire time. And even if we were like in a private place, she had those two security guys the entire time. So it was really hard to like, you know, make conversation and stuff. Like the environment when I filmed the J-Lo video, the Madonna video was way more relaxed. Instead, she always had like a lot of like uh, all her eyes on her about like the security people. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't the best environment to make conversation. But I'm still like uh, really happy that that happened. And, uh, you know, it was like, nice to, to see her. Like you couldn't have made small talk with her if you wanted. No, in that situation it was really hard. Because there was security around her at all times. Yeah, absolutely. They didn't leave her for a second. Instead, with uh, J-Lo or Madonna, or I also did a video that uh, they used to be a little bit pop- They used to be popular back then, the GRL. Then they, um, I, one of them committed suicide, unfortunately. And I was heartbreaking because I couldn't believe, you know, a few months before I was working on set with them. And they were the nicest people, all these like young girls that were so nice. And I couldn't believe when, uh, you know, one of them, unfortunately, commits suicide. And all of those situations were really relaxed. And, you know, everybody was so nice, talkative, laughing. With Taylor Swift, unfortunately, there was a security that didn't (laughs) give you any space, didn't give her any space. So, yeah, I couldn't really make any small talk. And that's so, I would never think Madonna's set would be laid back. I know you were in bitch on Madonna. I would have thought that would have been. No, I mean, I, Madonna with me is like, was like the nicest. We were like joking around, you know, it was, it was amazing. And everybody was super cool. Even Chris Rock was there, Rita Ora, um, Diplo was there. It was a really, really nice set. The only thing that was brutal was like we shot, we filmed from four in the afternoon until eight in the morning. So overnight, it was pretty crazy, but it was, uh, it was really fun. And uh, she was uh, the nicest. Well, listen, you have a whole history with Madonna. I mean, she takes this random picture of you, you know, which, yeah, I mean, and she posted. She, she, I got the call literally two, uh, two weeks after that. That was the, the funniest part even though my role was really small you can barely see me you see me more in the backstage uh video than in the actual video but it's funny because uh i had no clue i was on a photo shoot like you know minding my own business taking picture and my my phones are blowing because like everybody was texting me from italy they were texting me from the u.s like oh my gosh i'm not supposed to do she tag you she follow you and i was like i couldn't believe it then she unfollowed me after a few months, even if like we kept like a good like uh, friendship for, for a while. But um, it was really like so unexpected. It was like one, one of those things that you would never expect to happen like that. So after she posted you and she said hell to the yeah with heart emojis and rebel eight pack and all this, I mean, your phone just blew up and people, I mean, like what went through your I, mind? Like that's crazy. I wasn't, I still remember, I think, I don't remember the street, but I remember I was shooting in Chelsea and I was doing like this actually really cool photo shoot and I couldn't believe it. Like I didn't understand what was really going on. How did she find me? Like, I don't know, but uh, it was definitely like, and the fact that she tagged me and stuff, that was even crazier because, you know, 
like it wasn't just her picking a picture of somebody. She literally tagged me and started following me. So it was pretty, it was a pretty nice experience. And, and so then I- they made up all that story about TNZ that I said that I would date her and stuff. I, I never said that. I said that, you know, it was feeling flatter because, you know, Madonna is such an icon. I grew up with Madonna and I think she's a beautiful woman. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, like it was more like I was really happy and flattered that she she posted and she appreciated me. Like I never said that I was going to date her or anything like that. But so after she posts you, I mean, then do you slip into her DMs? Does she slip into your DMs? Like nothing. We, what, what happened behind the scenes? This is a really good question. I think I might have uh, thanked her. And then we start like chatting. I think I might be the, uh, I might have been the one that uh, actually thanked her. And then she, she accepted and uh, we start chatting. Um, and what did you chat a, about? That's a really good thing. Oh, honestly, we, 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 we chat from for a while and i gotta say that she's always we always really nice conversation we talk about many things we talk about italy we talk about family you know because she's a great mom uh to her children and our children like a couple of her children were also on set uh when we film uh the video and so we talk about family a lot about italy she gave me a lot of like um life uh advices which was great and Maybe I didn't catch all of them right the, the second, but um, I remember like maybe a year ago, I started going through those texts. Like I was just like curious and there was like so many advices that she was giving me. And I was probably just immature and I didn't see it that way. But like, uh, I wish I would have made treasure of all that stuff she was saying before. And uh, it was really nice, really, really sweet person. And uh, really, she's a lot of fun too. Like, like what's one piece of advice that sticks out of like i would have to literally like open the conversation and see but the, she always say like i remember this she said don't be um don't you're better than be just a male model i will always remember that but i always i don't want to say like i always use it like a temporary part of my life um you know but she's always, always there. Get out of the world. You can do so much more. You're smarter than that. You know, this is just something that I, there was much deeper stuff than that. But I remember for sure that advice that she gave me. Right. And, like um, being a male model is great, but you could do more at some point. Yeah. She, she said, you have so much more to give to, to this world than just being a male model. And, you know, it was kind of a compliment, I, I would say. Um, but I always do. And as I told you, like the, me with the male modeling thing, I'm grateful because listen, I, I should be pretty satisfied of a lot of things that I've done. But at the same time, I always seen it as a game, you know, because I graduated my goal is to becoming like a broadcaster and work for an Italian TV, you know, to become a journalist. So I always said, you know, I'm just going to do it as a game. Uh, a lot of people don't know. I always have like, I always try like to expand myself and, you know, even now I'm working on a few things. So I'm always like, not just being stuck with modeling, but for sure, I try to, to get the best out of it. And I'm grateful for it. You know, I would be unfair from, from me to spit in the, in the, in the dish where I've been eating all these years. That is true. 
But before we move on from Madonna, like, so you're exchanging these DMs and you're getting life advice. Like, you know, we actually, we were, we were texting. So you had her phone number. But, you know, <laughs> that's even more like you never said, like, listen, I'm going to hop on a plane. You're but, you Madonna. Know, I like, never, let's I, meet. I, that's the thing. Um, it's, I'm not that kind of person. I don't need to do that kind of, uh, kind of things. You know, I, I was just stepping to, to chatting. We, we sat like in and there for a few years, you know, but always really, really nice things. Like nothing, never flirty, like, you maybe like some jokes once in a while but nothing don't think about anything crazy it was more about life advising about talking about everyday life uh, um i mean if you think about it like now that i'm telling you i think oh my gosh you can tell that you did that with madonna like i don't even you don't even realize in the moment you know she was just an amazing person like she's just an amazing person and you know i i will always have that memory of her and that went on for like a couple of years. Even, I think almost four. Wow. Like, you know, checking on our, checking on each other. But like, it was always really polite, promise you. Yeah. I believe you. I just, you know, it's not every day that Madonna's just like, Another here's person my phone that I number. could spend amazing words on is Paris. Paris, like, you know, Paris, like, I met her, like, when I moved to the United States. Uh, first, I was Paris. a friend with uh, Ilton. I uh, was friend with her ex-boyfriend, but like also she's another wonderful person. Like so much fun. We we party a lot like in my first few years in the United States. Uh, great, great, great person. And then you just became friends with her and DM'd her and ex- texted her as well? No, no, I met her in person right away. So it was like, uh, I got lucky to meet her right away. You know, we did a lot of parties when she used to rent houses in Malibu. And um even in New York, uh, everywhere, like in Ibiza, like she's a matter, like great, great person. And that was like, it was like probably different because, you know, we, I used to scare her all the time, you know, like uh, we have a lot of friends in common. So. And you, did you ever kiss Paris? I mean, no, 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 no. Listen, I, if I would have, I would have been involved romantically. With, I'm listen. I'm gonna be honest. I might have been involved romantically with some people that might be known, but I would never drop their name. Like I would never do that. I I don't never seen the need. The need. I don't care. Uh, I'm just telling you about these people because there are people that you know. I always find genuinely nice and really great person, uh, great people to um, to hang out to get to know. But like, uh, if I would have been romantically involved, I would never drop any names. Well, you're such a gentleman, first of all. Second of all, I mean, I would just think Paris, like, you know, you like blondes. We're going to talk about Lexi in a listen, few minutes. Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to tell you something that I said before. When I grew up, I always found Paris Hilton attractive when I was a kid in my teenager days. Hey, ladies. Oh, yeah. Here I am again. Listen, you guys run to Dame. We've got to tell you about Dame products because they have everything to help you feel good. Vibrators, toys, massage oils. Listen, why do I know so much about these products? I give these out to all of my friends. And yes, you know, a lot of my friends are real housewives. 
Yeah, they all get Dame vibrators for Christmas. They all get Dame vibrators for their birthdays. And no, I am not going to tell you which housewives I have given these products to and which ones love Dame products. You got to try the Eva. It's one of their most iconic products. Let me tell you, it's a hands-free couples vibrator. I mean, hands-free and it's for couples. How cool is that? Then I got to tell you about the Air. It's a suction vibrator designed to get you there fast. Get it? So listen, life is very stressful. I'm sorry. And we all need to just relax and we all need to feel good. <sighs> okay, listen, go to dameproducts.com and use code VELVETROPE to take 15% off your first order. It's 15%. What are you waiting for? Dame Products, D-A-M as in Mary, eproducts.com. Code Velvet Rope, and you get 15% all of these amazing vibrators and toys. Enjoy. But in that kind of situation, first of all, she dated a good friend of mine. And then, you know, like, I was just, like, living the life. I never, like, didn't want to, like... Plus, believe it or not, a lot of times, especially in the past, I was really shy. I used to get out, you know, new girls and stuff. But I was really, really shy to make the first step. Uh, I'm, I'm really chill. Like, you know, I have a lot of, like, energy and stuff. But I also know how to keep, like, uh, to keep my own space. And a lot of times, like, that's why I'm also grateful to America. And that's what I always love about American girls. If they like you, they come to you no matter what. In Italy, that's really hard. And, you know, when I moved to America, I saw, like, you know, a lot of girls start approaching me and, and stuff. And I, I'm, I'm happy that that happened because it also make me feel better about myself, like, making more conversation. But I was really shy for a long time. Like, uh, he, there was no, no way that I would have gone to somebody and approach. I was waiting for them to come to me. Really? And in, like, Italy... It's different. Girls won't come up. But in America, you found... I mean, in the last few years, they start coming up even there. But like, uh, I remember growing up when I was in my teenager days, they literally like would... I would have been dead and they would have been dead before one of... Uh, would have gone to the other person. And then, listen, when you approach me, then I, I open myself. I give you all the attention. I'm like really nice and do everything that I... I can do it, you know, uh, to, to like have sort of relationship with that person. But first, I'm always really shy to make the first step. Well, Paris Hilton says she's very shy too. So there you go. You're, you were too shy people. But, uh, but she was a, like, she was a great friend, great person. And I'm also really happy that, uh, you know, she got married and now she finally uh, found uh, the man of her life. I'm really happy to see that, uh, you know, she finally found the man. Did you ever meet like Kathy Hilton? She's a housewife now, no. friend of. No, no, no. I never met her. I think I met her some of her cousins back in the days, but I don't even remember. You know, I always minded my own business, to be honest with you. We were all partying together and stuff, but I never like, uh, I used to be even more intro introvert, like, you know, to be honest with you. So I always mind. Yeah. Like I have like a friend of mine in Italy. He would, like if you see the celebrity jump, ask for a selfie and stuff. I found myself in a lot of situations, especially living in New York. I never care. I'm always being respectful. You know, it's just another job. Even um, like, I mean, I love like uh, when people like 
first of all, I'm not a celebrity, but I'm saying like if somebody approached me on the street and asked me for a picture, I love that. I love doing interaction and stuff. But in that situation, like, you know, if you see somebody that is trying everything to do their own thing and you go there like uh, bothering them, I has never been my, like, you know, I've seen like so many people like actors and stuff and I never felt like, okay, let me go out for a selfie. Even though I, I was like the biggest fan of some of those people, you know, I grew up watching their movies. And so it was like great to be there, but I always wanted to be respectful. That makes a lot of sense. What about the winter house experience? Like, did you like it right away? Did you find it hard? You know, like we have a group of people that know each other from summer house that know each other from Southern charm. Like, did you find it hard as a newbie to assimilate? To be honest with you, I feel like I got into the mix right away. I felt really comfortable before getting to the house. I was kind of scared, but then as soon as I walk into the house, I feel so comfortable and I feel like I connected with everyone right away. As you could see, I think on, uh, on camera and, uh, I had the best time and I, I love all of them. I had wonderful time on both shows and it was easy. Do you have like a high, like from your winter house experience, like, like something that sticks out as the best, experience or best with you that show got so edited no and like edited out there was so many fun moments that you couldn't see and i think people would have loved to see that but unfortunately they got all taken out so uh i would i would say those moments were the the best but unfortunately the audience didn't have the chance to watch (laughs) were you shocked at like how bravo and american tv works that so much was edited out or were you kind of used to it just having been on my big brother no because of, no because those shows that i did in italy uh the big brother is 24 7 live right so it's like it's totally different uh so i was kind of shocked to be honest with you but uh, i got used to it i wasn't really happy after winter out but then i like I was really happy to watch Summer House. I was also happy that finally people had the chance to get to know more about my personality, to know more about my character. So I was happy. Uh, I was happy that I had that chance to showcase more about myself. Well, look, we saw your relationship. I mean, we're going to get to Lexi in a few minutes, but we saw yeah. your relationship play out in Winter House and then Summer House with Paige. I mean, we all know Paige is with Craig now. I mean, where are you, like, do you, where are you in Paige now? Like, are you, do you still speak since the reunion? No, I mean, uh, no, I haven't spoken to her since the reunion. Um, but I know that if I see her, everything is fine. You know, we always told each other that, that you know, we are always going to be friends. So, of course, we are both in relationships. So I think it's respectful to not talk to each other, at least like in the off time, just sending texts and stuff. But I'm sure if we're in the same room, everything is cool. Like, right. Like there's no, nothing strange between like you and Craig and Paige, nothing like that. No, 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 no. Definitely. I kind of, I don't talk to Craig as much as I used to, but also that situation I understand is delicate and, you know, I don't know how he feels about it. So, you know, I, once again, even in this situation, I'd rather be respectful and give everybody space and, uh, you know, they're my friends. So I'm happy for them. And they need to talk to me or like, you know, I'm always there. Who do you, do you speak to anyone regularly from summer house or winter house these days? I speak a lot to Carl and Luke and Alex, uh, Lindsay as well, of course. And, um, but I always like talk to a lot of like, even to Austin, we, I would say that I am pretty close to everyone. So, uh, we check on each other regularly. 
you think, well, what do you think of, you know, you were there kind of for the beginning of it, of Paige and Craig, like, do you think they have what it takes to go the distance? What do you think of them as a couple? Um, I, I got asked that before. I think they're a great couple. I think that at the end, as also we said at the reunion, uh, they're a better match than uh, I was with her, 100%. Um, you just got to give it time and see once they're going to decide to live under the same roof. I think that's going to be like, you know, the most important step for them right now. But I think they're great, you know. And uh, I don't think any wedding is coming up soon. But maybe I'm wrong. But like, I feel like they have, uh, they can be together for, for the rest of their lives. You know, I think they are willing to each other. Why do you think Craig is a better fit for Paige than you were? Uh, it's more, I just, how do you say an extrovert? Yes. Because That's how you say it. I, yeah, because I, you know, I, I am a lot of fun, I got to say. And uh, I'm a goof, like I know ego, I like to make fun of myself. So I think all those are good qualities for a relationship if your partner is like that and, you know. Um, like Lexi's like that, but I also think Paige is like has like a goofy side that she likes. Uh, but like I don't know, I feel like uh, I don't know. There's something that I think uh, is is a better fit than I am. I uh, I, I wouldn't maybe. I also think she does better with an American person than uh, with me because at the end of the day, you know. I'm Italian. There's something uh, different. The culture are different, you know. So I think they're they're just a better match. What do you think about Austin? Like you mentioned, you keep in touch with Austin. Like, do you think Austin got a bad rap just from this whole coming? You know, Winter House was one thing, but <laughs> Summer House did him no justice this past season. I know, I know. We talk about this so many times. I feel so bad. Um, Listen, I think it pushed a little bit too, too hard um, the accelerator on the car when it came to Summer House. I think it should have stopped a little bit before uh, in all of that triangle. But yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for because, you know, I got really demonized by, by so many people. And I don't think, uh, I think he's a good guy at the end of the day. And, uh, I, I mean, I think I know he's a good guy. And I don't think he, he deserved uh, that social media hate that he got. But uh, he definitely made a few mistakes. And I think he's aware of it. Do you think, like, America and the world, not just America, the social, like, do you think they were too hard on him? Listen, I understand because you got to put yourself in everybody's shoes. You know, even my, I didn't have the best rap after Winter House. Because, you know, you watch something and, you know, you, you get into what you watch. And listen, he didn't, he made some mistakes. It's the same as me. I said certain things on Winter House, you know. I, I take full responsibility of that. And I think he should take full responsibility of some choices that he made on, uh, on Summer House. But, uh, you know, I feel like people went really hard on him. I think he should have dealt with the situation in a better way and should have been a little bit more respectful. But at the end of the day, they were all three singles. So they had, they could do whatever they wanted, but it should have been more like straight up, you know, towards Sierra maybe. And, you know, let her, 
let her know how he was feeling about the whole situation and that he just wanted to have fun and he wasn't looking for anything serious or like, you know, I think he was trying to put uh, his feet in both shoes and I think that would, <laughs> was pretty bad. Do you think that he regrets coming into Summer House just because? Oh my God, he, he, he does. 100%. He, he does. Because none of this like, would have happened otherwise. Yes, he said that uh, he wishes never would have said to come for Lindsay's birthday. <laughs> that, that's what he told you. Yeah. That's understandable. Well, I, I, you, yeah. <laughs> that's understandable. I mean, and he, he told you and you're like, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. And once again, I think he still could have come. You know, we would have the best time. I think he should have been just more delicate in dealing with the two ladies. But once again, um, I don't want to point the fingers at anyone. They were all, they were all single. So everybody had the reasons. Uh, and, you know, you got to respect everybody's point of view. At least this is what I would say. Even though you feel that Craig is a better fit for Paige and you both moved on and you have relations, you know, new relationships, you know, the world, a lot of people said you were the better fit. You know, there was this outcry of like, here you are, you're bringing coffee to the women in the morning. And it depends what you like. It, dep- it really depends what you like. So I feel like I don't, that's why I'm saying, I don't know. I think I'm lacking of something that I don't know, but I, once again, I don't really care right now because I'm really happy and I'm really happy that it went that way. But I guess I was lucky of something. I, I definitely know how to treat a woman. I, you know, I learned it through the years, you know, and also like the coffee thing, I learned it from my dad. My dad still does every day to my mom, which is great to see, you know, no matter where they are, because they're in a hotel traveling, wherever they are, my dad always uh, bring her coffee to bed. And I definitely know how to be a gentleman, but um Sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes you got to feel something more. So she always been attracted to him. She always like justify herself saying, I know Craig from so many years and there's always been sort of crash, uh, crush on him. So I respect that, you know, and, um, and, you know, first uh, she also just broke up with her boyfriend. She didn't want to commit into a serious relationship. So all that like play timing is everything. So, and I guess all that play in, uh, in her and Craig's favor. And uh, it, even, listen, even in my own situation, timing was everything because my situation when I first dated Lexi wasn't the most ideal, but then, you know, I understood that I was making um, like, you know, a mistake and I made a mistake to let her go. And uh, even she's the one that decided to break up with me, but like I came to the realization that, you know, I, my heart belonged to her and it took me time and timing is everything. And uh, that's how it is in life. Did she watch Summer House? Like, did she see, you know, you were crying on national TV, which yeah, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she watched, watched it all. I mean, she watched that and she didn't watch, she watched a few episodes, but she definitely watched all that part. And um, she felt a little bit guilty because, you know, she didn't want to talk to me at the time. You know, there was no chances that she would answer any of my messages. <laughs> So she felt a little guilty and, uh, but I'm glad that I was able to watch it with her because I feel like we would have watched that by myself, even if it would have been like almost nine months after I would have still like felt really sad 
inside. So I'm happy that I was watching with her next to me because, you know, I was just looking on my left and see her there would, was making me really happy. So when you went back and pursued her, just eventually, what was it? Like, what was that thing that eventually she went from like not answering you to answering you to now you're dating? She didn't speak to me for five months, for literally five months. And we used to run into each other so many times, but there was no chances for her to like give me the chance to talk to her or like even like say hi to each other. It was really awkward. It was really sad. And then uh, we didn't we didn't see, see each other. Like we didn't run into each other for about I would say seven weeks. And I was I wasn't getting over her because I was still thinking of her. But I was trying you know to live my life and trying to turn page. And then once one night I saw her walking in the club where I was with her best friend. And I was like, oh my gosh! Like my heart started being really hard but like you know i was trying to to be polite and to my my own business and by the end of the night she started dancing close to the table where i was and there was this girlfriend of mine she's like oh go go and i was like no 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 i don't want to get in trouble she's not going to speak to me and she started like i but i so i was sitting i was like standing on the couch of the table i went down and I was like giving her my back and she started bouncing into me. I don't know what was going on in her, in her head. And then at one point she was keep bouncing and I turn around and uh, I, I started dancing with her for like a couple minutes and then she started talking to me. And it broke my heart even that moment because she was watching Winter House. And she was like, oh, is this the guy that I was dating? Like, I didn't know because she couldn't recognize the way that I was getting portrayed on Winter House. And, you know, I was like feeling even worse. Um, so we didn't finish the night in good terms. I was like, no, you know, like, please let me explain. Because all I wanted was to explain myself in general about like what happened in the past. And, you know, about, and plus she was now like going against me uh, about Winter House. But she didn't give me a chance. And then I left the club. I was like crying. And um, I got in a car and I called my girlfriend, the one that told me to uh, to go to her. And I was telling her the story. And she and in the same, like when I was talking to her, I started getting a call from her. And, you know, we talked. Finally, she gave me the chance to explain myself. She said, listen, I, I understand. You got to also put yourself in my shoes the way I felt. And, um, and said, so, listen, um, we're never going to go back together. You just got to get over me. Like, and, uh, so I was like, okay, I was losing my hope a couple of days after I remember that she had a, a phone number of mine that she never blocked because I never even tried to text her on that. So I sent her a WhatsApp and I said, thank you so much for letting me explain things, you know? It made me really realizing my mistakes and I'm really grateful for, for the fact that you gave me the time to explain everything and please feel free to block this number. But I wanted to say that it was really nice to see you. And a few hours later, she answered and she said, it was really nice. Like, I'm glad that we talked and stuff. And I just like to let you know that I want to be neutral with you. I would like to, you know, if we see each other in a place, we can say hi to each other. And I said, okay, that's fine, but please don't try to text me or anything because there's no future between us. And I'm like, okay, I'll accept that. So the fact that she didn't even block me, so that was good. Uh, but we agree 
to maybe see each other for a coffee. So we went for this coffee. We talked about life first. And then I tried once again to plead my case and to try to, to have another chance. I was like, no, there's no way. Stop. It's like, this is a closed door. But she was also like, because she's an interior designer. And, uh, but she also like kind of wanted to get into modeling. So she wanted me to, she didn't want to, me to help. I offered my help to, to find a new agent. And I told her, listen, let me help you to find a new agent. And uh, with that excuse, I went to one of the meetings with one of these agents that was a friend of mine. And I was able to, after the meeting, to ask her, oh, why don't we have lunch? And then the day after, why don't we go to the museum? You know, she, you've never been to this museum. All like in a really friendly way. No physical contact, nothing. And then I started like seeing her every day, always really in a really polite way. I wasn't texting her. We weren't texting each other. We were like just about, okay, what do you do? You want to meet up? Okay. And then my parents were in town and she asked me, I would love to meet your parents. And, you know, my mom, after my ex-girlfriend told me, please, I don't want to meet anyone else until it's the right girl. And she knew how much I suffered for her. So when I asked her, mom, like, you know, I started hanging out with her again. Nothing is happening. We're not dating, but she would like to, to meet you. So we went out for dinner with my parents and uh, she really felt comfortable. And she said, uh, this is the man that I want. Because she saw how I was with my parents, the relationship that we had. And then she told me, like, you know, I'm, she also like, told me that she she apologized also for the way she treated me and the fact that she didn't want to listen to me. And one step at a time, we started like seeing each other again and dating. And after a couple of weeks of dating, I was like, you know, I'm going to Italy for Christmas. What do you think? Would you like to come? And, you know, she was really like undecided because she was like kind of too soon. But uh, then she talked to her parents. Her parents said, why not go? And uh, she ended up coming and, uh, you know, everything's been good since then. <laughs> So it was really your parents that helped seal the deal for you. Yeah, yeah I think so. Because, I mean, I think so. I know so because uh, she saw how much I was into, into them, how great of a relationship we had, and she really felt comfortable. She said, that's the kind of man that I want to see, like a guy that is like close, the, the same value that I have, that is close to the family. And I think there was a deal breaker, the, the deal breaker, the, what it makes her like, okay, I think uh, we can date again. Was she shocked because you brought her to the reunion? She was backstage. Like, did she watch the reunion? Which was anything shock her, or was she just shocked at how no, the I reunion mean, she, No, it's just funny that you know she had a great time. She was really supportive. Uh, when we had breaks, she was texting me. It was just funny. Like, this is a story that I'm gonna tell you. That it's funny when the sexy drive up and like the got mentioned. You know, uh, she was like, "What is that?" She was like. Like, I mean, even if it was something that, you know, uh, she wasn't part of my life at that moment, but like, she was like, what is that? Because, you know, she already knew, she already met Lindsay before. So she kind of felt awkward. I was like, oh, don't worry, it's nothing. And then it was nothing because it was just like a fun, sketchy conversation that me and Lindsay that we became really good friends were having. So it was just funny because in that moment she was like, uh, feeling a little bit like I didn't know that you had something with it. No, we didn't have anything. We we're just like talking about fun, you know, sexy stuff. That's it. It was a fun moment. What was it a hard decision for you to quit Winter House? Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, no, 
because I was really happy in that moment. And also like before I was really debating because her birthday was during the filming. And, you know, we just got back together. I was like totally investing into her. So I was like, I can step, you know, I can miss this one. I don't, I'd rather like, you know, be there for her birthday. We went to Hawaii with like two beautiful weeks. Uh, it was a great time. So I'm glad that, I mean, I didn't watch, I don't know what happened on Winter Hours too, but like I, no regrets and it was a great time. And I'm grateful that, uh, I'm happy, sorry, that I did that decision of like uh, staying with her. No regrets for quitting. No regrets. Listen, uh, I got to say this. Um, being on TV is a lot of fun and it's a beautiful experience. But one thing that I told her when she broke up with me last year, I said in a really selfish way, for, I, I'm always been a person that always put other people in front. And I told her, listen, for the first time in my life, Okay, you want you don't want to be with me for the first time in my life. I want to put myself before. And I realized, you know, after a few weeks that we broke up when I was like filming and stuff, that I can't be that kind of person. So, you know, I'm happy with her. And uh, if that means that I can be on TV or do stuff, I don't care. Like I get it. Yes, you leave a lot of other stuff on the table, but also like my happiness, the most important thing. And, uh, you know, and she's really supportive. Listen, she's she came to the reunion. She's really supportive about everything. But at the same time, if that doesn't let me be on uh, on TV again, I don't care. I'm happy with her. As soon as I'm happy with her, that's all that matters. Um, you know, I always try to be busy and, you know, there's so many ways to to be busy and do stuff. So, you know, it's all that matters is your happiness and my happiness is with her. That all makes sense. Now, Winter House is coming, you know, that's over with. But now here we are, like I said, I'm in Sag Harbor. You know, we know what's going to happen now. The Summer House is going to start filming July, August. Do you have any interest in going back to Summer House? I honestly would have loved to go back. And, you know, I would love to go back with Lexi. And, uh, but I can't really see anything, you know, I'm not allowed to see anything about it. But yeah, definitely like the intention of like, like her to meet the group and stuff. Uh, it was her because she also had the chance to hang out with a lot of them during all the, the past few months. And she loved, like, she loves Danielle. She loves Lindsay. She loves Sierra. She loves Carr, Luke, like the list goes on. So I think she would have a great time. But I, I not, uh, I can't really say anything about the upcoming season right now, and uh, it's not my decision. I can't say it. You know, they, they don't know. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say anything. That sounds like we might be seeing you and Lexi on Summer House, or next you season. might have seen me for the last time when we were TV uh, a couple months ago. That might, you don't know. Could have been that too. You don't know. Well. <laughs> I have an indication. I think we're going to be seeing you, but here is a, here is a question. Like, would you, I mean, well, how does Lexi feel about this? Just hypothetically, let's say that you were asked to be on summer house by Bravo next season. Does she have a strong feeling? Like, does she not want you to do it or it's really, no, up no, to she's you? totally, she's totally supportive. She's totally supportive. We're really supportive uh, about each other's and, you know, she, 
she trusts me and uh, you know I she has zero problems and also I think that as I've already seen she can have like really like good friendship with a with a lot of like my housemates and you said it sounds like because you mentioned almost everyone she knows everyone and she kind of gets along she with met them. everyone of course like uh Calamanda and Paige, she only had the chance to meet them during the reunion, but everyone else, she hung out multiple times, you know. Now, we listen, went. Yeah, go on, no, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, no, no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, we've all watched Summer House. We know, you know, everyone gets along, but then things happen. Like, who would you fear her interacting with the most in the Summer House? Interacting in which way? Well, like, you know, we've seen Lindsay have moments, you know. We, yeah, you know. I mean, honestly, I would have been scared of Lindsay, but for what I've seen so far, like, they, they click pretty, pretty good, you know, even with Danielle. So I wouldn't be scared. At first, if you would have asked me that, even before, I would have said Lindsay. But Lindsay is in a great um, headspace right now. I'm really happy. Her and Carl are doing great. Uh, they're really into each other. And, you know, Lindsay's been super supportive because of, like, car sobriety and... They're doing, and you could see also that at the, at the reunion. You could see that she was involved in most of the drama, but she was like really, really great with all her answer and the way she, she dealt with the situation. So I think she's in a great spot. And uh, I'm really curious um, what the future is going to bring to her and Car because I think they're a beautiful couple and I'm really happy for both of them. Do you think like they have what it takes to go the distance? I think they got to that point of their life that, you know, they are aware of the, what they want and they think they're a great match. You know, they know each other from a long time. They've always been supportive. They've always been friends. So it's actually a really nice story behind there. It's like, it's a nice backstory too. And I think they got to their point of their life that they're understanding they're made for each other. And, you know, they've been making a lot of decisions, great decisions, also moving together. And I think they're a great match you know and uh, the fact that you know she's been not drinking to support car sobriety it's a great step you know and uh they're heading in the best direction and i'm really really happy for both of them i see it i i i feel it i don't know you could feel it through the tv i i think this is like the real deal for both of them that's just me i i, I totally agree i totally agree i think it is the real deal and uh listen it's uh, Really, really happy because uh, I met Lindsay in Winter House. I met Carr in between Winter House and Summer House. I never knew what Carr was before. I heard a lot of stories, but I don't care about stories. I, I care about the person that I met and the person that I met I is a great guy. He's a really good friend. And, you know, uh, I can only spend good words about Carr. And I'm really happy for him and Lindsay because I also see that Lindsay is really you know, putting all herself into this relationship. And I'm really, really um, uh, happy to, to witness that. Well, what about if Lexi is in the summer house with you? You know, you mentioned everyone. How is she going to get along with Paige? I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, Paige, if you don't step on her feet, she's pretty, she's pretty chill. She Even you saw last year, she got in a... You know, a couple of bad fights when somebody tried to 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 step on her toes. So um, 
I don't know. I think they would, uh, they would be fine. Maybe they wouldn't be best friends because, you know, like it would be kind of awkward. But at the same time, I don't think there would be any issues. You don't? You think they would be fine? Yeah, I think so. What about, you know, are you going to watch? I mean, Southern Charm is back in our live. Paige is going to make appearances on Southern Charm. Are you going to be watching? Uh, <laughs> I never watched the show before. I heard of Southern Charm. I know it's a lot of fun. Um, I also heard from the guys a lot of behind the scenes uh, things. So I don't know. I might give it a chance to watch a few episodes. I don't think I'm going to watch the, the whole season, but definitely I'm curious to see how Craig and, and Austin do and what's going to happen or what happened actually last the last fall. What about like you said, it's like hard to be on reality TV for a relationship, which I agree with. Like, are you, cause you seem like you're in such a great place with Lexi. Are you worried, even though you're not allowed to say anything that if you're a part of summer house next season and if Lexi's a part of it, now you guys are going to be at it together. Are you worried that like that would affect your relationship? No, I don't think so because uh, she's like uh, she's like me. I think she's like uh, her feet on the ground. Like she's really uh, she's good energy. So I don't think that would like change anything. So if that would be the case that we're on it, I don't think that would mess anything between her and I. And in a way, I mean, do you think maybe it would make it stronger? I mean, look at Carlin. Probably, Lindsay. probably because you know you share a lot of like. Uh, really strong moment uh also because you bond with so many people that probably yeah it would make it stronger you know like um who knows i i asked myself that question before how would it impact my relationship with her so but i i'm not scared i'm not scared and uh let's see and i didn't tell you i you don't know if i'm gonna be on it or not but <laughs> you did not say anything but what advice would you give her if you were going to be on it? Cause you've been through this twice now. Just be yourself. Just have fun, you know, uh, enjoy everyone, get to know everyone because, you know, it's one of the most beautiful things. Also, like uh, when we had an entire conversation with Maya and Sierra is to get to know people's past, people's life. You couldn't see, unfortunately, a great conversation that Luke and I, we had about family. He told me about his family and, you know, all that stuff is what like makes you richer what like gives you so much learning lesson learning other people experiences so it's the best part a lot of times and i'm honestly i don't really like that uh they want to focus everything on drama but there is so many fun moments and there is so many like life moments that should be shown more because i think uh, something that, I mean, I didn't watch the Kardashian, as I said, but I think something that they have more than everyone else is that they touch every aspect of their lives. And, you know, I feel like sometimes on uh, at least our shows, they want to focus too much on the drama, the fighting, yeah, the partying, but like little bit of things that are on the surface. I think they should start going more on the, to the deeper level because there is so much going on with every one of these people that I've been um lucky enough to share uh two houses last year uh i think it would be even a better show than what it already is i agree and as we wrap up what was it like when andy Cohn visited the house i mean it was my first time meeting him uh so i was like um 
it was nice. Listen, it was super nice. It was like, a, it was a big surprise. And um, I was happy to finally meet Andy Cohen. And then, and then, you know, I heard so many great things about Andy. So it was finally great to meet him. And then I'm glad that uh, I went a few times on his show. And, you know, we had the chance to interact. You always make fun of me uh, for being a Denver Nuggets fan and to change my last name with Denver. But uh, I'm really happy that I had the chance to, to meet him. Would you ever think of changing your name back? I mean, we all know. Oh, listen, my name, my legal name, even on my green card, now that I got my green card, my legal name is Salerno. It's always going to be Salerno. Denver name, Denver is just like a stage name uh, that actually happened for, not not a mistake, but randomly because I was like, uh, I didn't put too much attention when I opened my Facebook page and I put Denver instead of Salerno because I was a Denver Nuggets fan. And, you know, then it became a thing and, you know, it's been a big part of my, of my career because, you know, that's how I always wore it. Like I always use like Andrea Denver as a name. So I don't think I'm never going to change it for everything that regards modeling, TV or this kind of stuff. But, you know, my kids one day are going to have my last name, which is Salerno. I love it. And final (laughs) question. I mean, you know, things are going well with Lexi. I mean... I don't want to rush things along for you, but maybe an engagement soon. Listen, she mentioned it all the time. It's funny because we had a walk this morning. She mentioned about that. We were talking about rings. So I don't know when, but it's definitely something that I'm looking for. Uh, It's the first time in my life that I felt, I feel like that. I think I also got to that point in my life, but I also is the first time that I emotionally feel so involved that I could see a future uh, with that person. I thought about it in the past, but this time, like, I know that the feelings, the butterflies are on another level. So it's something that we've been speaking of, talking about. Who do you think is going to get engaged first? You and her, Paige and Craig, or Carl and Lindsay? <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised if Carl and Lindsay are going to do it by the end of the summer. Uh, let's see. There is wow. also Danielle and Robert. But I think Carl and Lindsay, they're more on uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked. If you're going to tell me in September that by the end of the summer that they're going to get engaged, I, I would believe that. That's only two months away, Andrea. It is. But, you know, they're moving fast. But at the same time, you can't blame them then because they know each other from so long. So I'm pretty sure then they know what they're doing. And as I said, I'm really happy and I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to get engaged, which would also make sense because it would be kind of a year after they start like dating approximately. So it would make total sense. I am so here for it. Well, listen, when, when Summer House comes back on the air, if you're a part of it, if Lexi's a part of it, you can come back. You can both come back together. Where can everyone find you online who doesn't already follow you? Um, I mean, you can find me on uh, Instagram under Andre Denver and also um, on Twitter, every social media under my name, or under my stage name. Under your stage. And well, listen, thank you for sharing everything. Have fun at the yeah. wedding. Thanks for taking an hour. Yeah, and- I, have a, I have a lot going on because I'm working also on a few things. So like uh, I've been really busy. I'm working on my clothing brand for one of my best friends since we grew up. And we have so much going on because also we got to bring the, the brand to the States already. Miami and New York. So there's a lot of trip plan 
and I haven't been really enjoying my time in Italy because I've been like working a lot, but we're still like on the weekend trying to visit around. I'm glad that, you know, it's the third time that Lexi has been here. So she already had the chance to visit a little bit around, but we are not doing only vacation because I'm really like involved in this project that I've been working for uh, since the fall. So and that clothing is coming really to the states at some point. Soon? Yes, we're next month already. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It's all like uh, it's like a different thing. It's like streetwear, like all over side, but all like all made in Italy. It's like really good uh, materials and stuff. So we've been putting a lot of attention and trying to curate all everything in a single detail. But uh, we are both really excited, and uh, I've been spending a lot of time on the phone. You know a lot of things going on and you know i'm also happy that like she has been supporting me because you know sometimes i get stressed because you know i you gotta be like organizing everything and uh, she's been really supportive and she also has been talking to me in a really deep way giving me like her love and support so that means the work to me and i'm grateful for it i love it well i look forward to the clothing you have to keep in touch i really appreciate this and have fun at the wedding okay sounds good yeah i gotta go (laughs) Thank you so much, dude. Anytime. I really had a great time with you. You too. Come back anytime. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.